PTC art, what's up, my man? I gotta tweet this out real quick. I'm barely alive doing this right now. We had to keep keep the streak rolling. Uh, how is Singapore? Oh my gosh, man! I am <laughs> I am dead right now. Uh, but it's amazing. It really is amazing so far. It's a beautiful city, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time that you were out here? It was a couple of years ago, but uh, it's so clean. It's That's one of the things that blows my mind, like how, how clean it is. Yeah. No, it really is like it's super clean, especially when you're comparing it to a place like New York City. Um, right. You know, I was expecting, I don't know why, I was expecting like absolute perfection, never to see any pieces of trash on the ground, anything like that. So my mind's image of it was so hyped up that I'm like, all right, they're not perfect. You know, there's there's some stuff that's laying around here and there, but it's nothing compared to the type of cities I'm used to. And they will still cane you if you if you screw up, which is epic. Will they though? Yeah, oh, that's a real thing. Still in Singapore, thing. that's what I was going to say. Um, I've never been there, but I have. I had a friend from there, and uh, he told me that that they came people in the in the streets sometimes. At least when you when you did something wrong, you stole uh, stuff or or threw trash or whatever. I mean, <laughs> that's crazy. You know, I only ask that because I ask the people that live here, you know, I've asked a few of them and they all are like, oh, I feel like they haven't done that to people in a long time and it's over-exaggerated. It it probably is, but I, I have to, and this is going to sound like I'm lying, but I, I'm dying if I am. I knew a judge from, no, a judge that, well, former judge, Singapore, and actually sentenced people to getting caned. And then I looked it up on YouTube and was like, holy cow. Like, that is, we should, I don't know, maybe America would be a little better. <laughs> we just came, people. I mean, if we just came some, you know, if we just made public, you know, public spankings. Like, it probably would be better, though, because here out my logic, you know, it's like when I was a kid. I don't know about you, BTC Art, but I got spanked as a kid if I messed up, right? Yep. yep. You know, if I didn't do what my, like, heck, my dad one time broke a wooden spoon on my ass. And was it abuse? No. Like, he was teaching me a lesson. He, he wasn't out there trying to beat me. You know, it's just something where I think, like, it taught me, you know, treat them with respect. When they say something, do it. Don't be, you know, a little punk. And I feel like I'm a way better kid for it, right? You know, I think there are healthy ways of being able to do that. So if you have to cane yeah. somebody in the street, <laughs> like fear of the stick, right? And that was it. They would do it. They they do it publicly. So it like it it sets like a it sets a reminder for everybody that's watching, which I'm grateful my parents never never did. It was always in love and very 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 yeah, but... very very. It wasn't very often, but. Yeah, 
but I also I think that uh, I got the paddle. Is what it was called. I got the belt too, the the leather belt. Just just the paddle, the old good old paddle, man. Never more than three, but it was like, all right, son, here you go. <laughs> Woo! Woo! I ain't doing that shit again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, I I think that works better in small um, cities or countries, maybe. But I don't know. That's just uh, what what I think from my conversations. That um, the less people you have, like the more the better you work. Yeah, I believe that. Um, but now what's going on, guys? How, how's everything over there right now? You know, you guys are on here on a is it Friday night still, right? Friday night, ten fifteen central. Yeah, so I mean, hey, we still got this in on the Friday. Uh, doing a Friday morning was going to be absolutely impossible for me um, over here. I, I was, yeah, I was not in any state to be able to make a space happen last night. Um, but you know, I have to keep the vibes going. I, I love seeing that you know our resident um, youth rooster is out there having a good time tonight assuming that you know he's out there doing something like that uh, and you know the, the, the rest of the people right now are out but we've got btc art up on stage which has not happened in a while sandy is still up here killing it as always um so sandy what do you have going on tonight i am at a poker game but i was the 10th player to get here so i'm waiting I'm waiting for someone to go busto so I can get in. Usually Friday night is the private game that I go to that I'm typically at here degening to like 6 or 7 in the morning every Friday night. So the night is young. I love that, man. And um, you know what I love so far that's kind of crazy? Right now the market's gone up since I've been traveling. It had that quick dip. But, you know, this might be the time that reverses the curse. This might be a sign, man. Like, the market's been rallying. Yeah, man. And all the... Reverse the curse. All, 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 all that all that FUD got real quiet real quick. Oh, yeah. All those, <laughs> all those 12K calls and $8 soul that everybody's waiting for. People are going to be waiting for a while. <laughs> No, we, we, we talked about how ridiculous some of the, the targets that people put out there of certain things are. Um, and yeah, you know, we're, we're seeing that right now with, uh, with everything starting to bounce back. It doesn't take much to get people that have those ridiculously low targets to be quiet again. Though I did meet a guy last night that was a pretty well-off human being that he was absolutely determined. He said, you know, soul is going to go to single digits and I, I you know i had had a few drinks in me and like <laughs> it seemed like a very smart well-to-do person and i, I didn't argue you know I, I just let him say his piece because people have different perspectives they come to their own conclusion you're probably not going to sway them in that moment um but you know it was interesting it was the first person that i've met in person that seem to actually believe it. I do not. On the, like on the other hand, I I, I believe it's going to squeeze higher from here personally. But um, yeah, I think the best part about not speculating about when the bottom is and you just have weekly buys is you just get to just to like 
listen in and watch all the ridiculous people who just like copy each other's tweets and saying what the bottom is going to be. And here I am. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess it's a discount this week. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, dude. You know, the thing is, I look at it from the perspective, the same type of perspective that I said with my Bitcoin tweet the other day, where it was who cares whether Bitcoin's at 20, 25 or 30K, right? Like, who cares if it's at any of those numbers, if you're confident in the next couple of years, it's going to be 100K plus. These are all good buys. Weekly buy and forget it. Just buy what you believe in, what you think is going to stand the, uh, this, this, uh, this bear market. And, you know, if, I don't know. I, I, I'm just all about, like, stop pretending to be a trader. Stop trying to time in and be perfect and, and accumulate. If you're not, you know, trading on leverage, I'm saying, but actually trying to buy spot. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, it's so true, though, man. It's Right now is not the time to be just, you know, complete degening. Now's the time to be stacking. And, you know, I think there's going to be a time where the momentum really shifts strong um, in the next year. But right now it's like, hey, video game starts next year. You know, stack up, like basically accumulate as many cheat codes, the best foundation that you can until then. Like right now, it's just, you know, don't don't press the restart button. So, Kalia, what have you learned? Bring us some wisdom from Singapore. Like what what's it like? How how was how are the vibes? Uh, they're immaculate. <laughs> um, here's what I've learned, man. It's just first off, I feel like Singapore. If it's your first time in the East from the West, great city to do it in because it's very easy with everybody speaking English and you know, but you're still just completely soaking in a different culture, right? Like I am. Um, one of the only guys from the states that are that I've met here um so yeah there are not there are a lot of you know there's some people from Europe there's some people from Australia whatever else it's not like I'm the only white dude walking around like you know but as far as I'm the only dude from the states which is kind of cool I kind of like that I like seeing a different perspective of everything just Meeting a lot of really, really cool people. I never make too rigid of a schedule whenever I come out and do these type of things because I like to try to have the flexibility to do everything that I possibly can. Um, so I have, through that, had the opportunity to just, you know, like, again, meet, meet a lot of really, really, really good people that I would have never had the opportunity to connect with otherwise. Um, I definitely want to come back and visit more Asian countries. Yeah. Like, um, I also have learned that Americans are fat, um, which I knew that, but you walk around here, everybody's in shape. It's crazy. Um, yeah. And you can always say that you're huge. Like I, I, like, <laughs> I like to say I'm huge. I like to say I'm huge in Japan. That's true. That's true, man. Except for like last night, I was sitting next to some Dutch guys. Oh, well, you're done. But based on the population, I mean, you're you're huge there in Singapore already, and you just showed up, and you're and you're like one of the biggest people. Um. Yeah. 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 It's kind of. Um. You know, it's cool though, man. I I'm big fan. Lots lots of walking that I've done here. Um. But. 
Um, again, for me, it's all just about the connections and then just flowing from thing to thing. Um, F1 is tomorrow, so that's going to be sick. Um, the, like, uh, heck, there was a guy that I sat next to on my flight on the way up here um, that he has, like, this sick company, and we, we connected a little bit. I'm going to go to his event tonight. Um Heck, one of my friend tech key holders bought me lunch yesterday. He has like 60 followers and he just is this badass dude that, you know, lives here in the city, uh, took me to this great spot, you know, so like have knocked off some local things here in the mix. Um, It's just, it's a really, really good time, man. Epic. And you get to watch the Formula One tomorrow. And I do. Actually, so actually, you want to hear one of the funnier things? So I went to a Bybit event last night, right? And I met this guy that was a YouTuber. And the Bybit representative wanted us to connect. And he's like, all right, Cleo, you know, you guys bring out your phones. Let's add each other and connect. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, I think I know who this guy is. And I think I have blocked and, you know, I, I thought he had me blocked, too. I don't remember how or when, but lo and behold, he pulls up my name on Twitter. He has me blocked, then go the other way around. And, it, it, like, we both did have each other blocked. It was kind of the funniest, like, awkward, funny thing. I, I have no idea. Like, he ended up being a cool person, like, in person. I don't really remember what it was that started in the first place, but anyway you know it's just uh, like that was a really funny awkward you know whatever moment that we that we got through you guys de-blocked each other we did we did i mean we kind of had to what are you gonna do be like no bro i'm gonna keep you blocked like let's let's (laughs) settle this right now that's good that that's vibes and vibes only yeah so anyway i mean just little things like that are hilarious um he probably had like a troll ass comment and then you blocked him and then he was mad that you blocked him and blocked you back probably so dude here's the deal they're like the crypto twitter and the youtube twitter or the youtube guy or crypto guys just have never really gotten along too well um at least online right two different audiences like at my table last night, there was this guy named Coin Bureau that was sitting like right next to me. I had no idea who he was, and then I found out that he had the number one YouTube channel in crypto, and I had no idea who that dude was. I, I would say it seems like there is a divide between like big name YouTubers and big name Twitter people. A lot of big name YouTubers don't have a lot of followers on Twitter. Like, I, there's a couple of people I watch like that. They don't have a big following on Twitter, but their YouTube is huge, and I feel, and vice versa. Have you noticed that? Yeah, definitely. And there's just not a lot of overlap in the communities either. I mean, there are these guys with hundreds of thousands of YouTube subs that just don't really have the in with the CT crowd, right? So, again, you know, at this table, though, dude, it was crazy. So, at the table for the dinner, somehow I was seated next to the, the president of Bybit, and I'm like, not the by far not the most important person as far as any kol or whatever else for them 
But I was like right next to them at that table. It was hilarious. So I got to know uh, the CEO of Bybit a little bit through that. Um, I, uh, yeah, you know, like that was, that was really interesting. Maybe he just adds a few, uh, a few more percentage points, uh, lower fees for you. Did you ask for lower fees? You got to be plugged up with lower fees now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've, I've got to ask for an extra bracket on the fees. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, the irony did, this- did you pick up the tab? Did I pick up the tab? Yeah. 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 I did. <laughs> now, you know, you know the beautiful thing going. about this PTC art. I have had to pick up the tab anywhere I freaking go. It's freaking incredible because it's like there are all these businesses that are just still in the middle of the bear market, throwing around money, and it's it's great. Like eating a lot of great food, done a lot of great things, and it's just all different companies for a lot of the different stuff that I've connected with. But I mean, all these events, they're just everywhere you go, you know, you're, you've got free booze and free food everywhere. But the BitMEX party, that was a shit show, man, <laughs> man. Why shitting on BitMEX? <laughs> yeah. So we went out to Arthur Hayes was supposed to have this cool mansion, whatever party. So we all go out to it. It's a 30 minute, uh, ride to get out there in this you know nice neighborhood area and we get in it's a 45 minute line to get in the house and then by the time we're in there they're completely out of food and alcohol um and basically water too i see him fighting with the uh the event manager people for why the hell can't you get me any of that stuff um and yeah, you know, it was just a really a little bit of a shit show in the process because then we had to walk a mile and a half to be able to find an Uber out of there um, because the neighborhood was gated and the Ubers couldn't go in. Um, and there were so many people trying to get out that you had to get away from the crowd to be able to get picked up. That's good. A little humility is good for you, Kay. Yeah. So that was all good. You know, I've been showing people on the stocks. <laughs> Got to. Some beautiful stocks getting picked oh, up. Oh, there by. really have been. There, there's a few beautiful, beautiful ones dropped on the floor. T picked up some solid ones. Um, you know, just some, like in general, the beautiful thing right now is there, like you said, there have just been some people that have just capitulated some really, really, really sick stonks where I feel like they just wanted some liquidity. They're like, okay, this is a project that still has it. Let me dump it for whatever real quick. It's just what happens at the bottom of these type of things. And you get amazing opportunities that like, I really, man, I, I'm being serious and maybe I'm crazy when I say this, dude, I think the NFT market starts to pick up here in the next like two or three months a little bit just a little bit like slowly starts to ramp up Cleo I know you're not into full NFTs but I'm like I've like bought a few projects piles of soul in NFTs and I I actually fully agree with that hey if I um, unrelated to me if I was a you know new stonk owner I have one and I wanted to add more uh, to my collection like what makes a you know some of the things that you think like, Oh, that's a really good stonk. Like if I was someone who haven't bought one or I just bought one, what's like, what are some of the things that you look for when you're like, wow, that's a, that's a really good one. Or well, Andy G down there would be a great person to ask. 
Let's hear BTCR first. Listen, if it sings to you, buy it because they're beautiful. I literally yesterday was playing golf with my best friend. We bought bought, bought a little place downtown for like an office. And there's murals in my city, like all over, right? And we were looking through stonks because we're gonna throw a stonk on as a mural on the back of the uh, the back of the downtown office building. And we went through purple ones, and we went through like the Miami Vices, and we went through different like, oh man trading you know, like uh, all, all the different indicators and they're all insane like whatever sings to you buy it that's, i would say some of those background colors are the ones that stick out like the miami vice color uh, background colors is actually fire <laughs> i agree that's all that's all i could say and, and and when i was talking to him i was like you know i was showing him because i've got a bunch you know like i'm like okay look at these but then there's others like we can buy this one blah blah, blah. but we're gonna put this mural by the way this is happening come hell or high water and it's gonna be epic but we're looking at them and it was like okay we gotta go up and to the right and then we were just looking at color patterns but that was for a mural not for like your personal collection in my office i've got a couple that i've had printed out that i love purple on purple it's amazing if you can ever get a guppy just forget about it. Don't ever sell it. That's generational amazingness. I don't know what else to say. I mean, they're, they're all they're all great, but there's just so many different ones that people adore and admire and and collect. Ribbons are a personal favorite of mine. Yep, I'll step off. Um. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I, I think that you, you killed it with that. The, the connecting thing is the most important because here's the thing, Sandy. Like the beautiful thing about stonks are they're so diverse and there's so many unique little features as far as just the, the traits that are there. There are a lot of traits that aren't even listed on there, right? You know, like we have guys that they just love the fact that if there's something with the Y, um, the Y axis where it just has like this really like, you know, thousand, two thousand percent type of move on the Y axis that they've seen that they just want to stack that. Right. Like they are guys that want to look for the super bearish price action, super bullish um, price action. There are people that, you know, love the, uh, wonky themed stonks where it's a little bit brighter on the colors and, you know, you've got the gradient and stuff mixed in. Um, so, you know, you've got a lot of things like that. There are people that love the indicators where, you know, you've got the moving average ribbons, uh, a clean itchy on a wonky themed area chart, I think always turns out beautiful. Um, so, dude, there, there are a lot. I think it's one of those things you kind of just have to dive through and find find what suits you. And, you know, a, a lot of the time there are people that have created their own narratives almost as far as what's really desirable. Like the nitrate, you know, nitrate is just a super clean stonk that has no indicators, um, has, you know, just the line 
for the price action and the simplistic colors for the outline of the graph itself. So it's like um, those, those have become one of those things that because there are not many in the collection that aren't clean like that, that those have become really desirable. And it's not one of those things that you could initially find as just this rare trait. It was something the community just kind of picked up. I guess it was on Rarity Sniper or something that nef- that kind of got there too. But like, I love the look of them too. So yeah, you know, point being, lots of different tastes for just depending on whatever you like. And more than anything, just when the vibe of the community and everyone says it, but art really is about community and community sets price, et cetera, et cetera. But vibes and vibes only is for real. And it's been for real. And the IRL is probably the greatest part of being a stonk holder. And I can't, I can't like uh, say that enough. Say it again then. <laughs> is there yeah. uh, is there an IRL uh, event coming up? Is there a, a wonky stone yeah. live? Dude, I, I, I wish yes. we had the bankroll all, all the time, <laughs> all the time, and that's what's so cool. Is like all the time, like <laughs> dude, it, it blew my mind the first time. Like I met I met eighties because he was in a song holder in Florida, and then like there was a Miami event. And we put a whole like pad together and like. There's people from Belgium and Sweden and people from Texas and California and they're all showing up to the same place. Like it's like really intentional. The people who are there are there for the vibes and that's kind of code for like they're trustworthy. Like they're they're doing what they say they're doing and you you can vibe with it and they don't really care about the price action or the floor action of what's happening with the, with the actual stonks because I mean, we're getting, we're getting together in Vegas. I think uh, I, I haven't booked it yet, but I already said yes to uh, like eighties, 40th birthday is like coming up. So like a bunch of stonks will show up like a bunch of people that hold stonks will show up. That's what I'm saying. Like I should be out there. In October and February, so if you guys are, yeah, I, holler yeah. I, think it's, I think it's October nineteenth is like the was the initial launch date, and it happens to be on his birthday. So a bunch of us are getting together in in Vegas. But I say that to say, I mean, the IRL stuff is way more valuable for me at least than the actual stonks themselves. Even though they're inevitable. Well, dude, that's the that's the thing that I think. Talking about them being inevitable, inevitable, like where I really do believe it, and the stocks have just this really, really strong core community that has not gone away, hasn't faded. There's no like bad taste in anybody's mouth. Like I feel like there is in some projects. You know, it's just been something where people have just rallied and continued to go. You know, just show up throughout the bear market where there's this strong small cult that I think has real potential when I look at a lot of them as far as when everything ramps back up to be really influential in the space 
Um, and I think with that, you know, there's a lot of opportunity for growth with the stonks themselves where, you know, like, it, it's just a matter of every time you go through an expansion phase, more and more people, um, I, I feel like find what they really resonate with and you get people that are just really convicted to hold it a little bit longer. So I think that's what happens with price expansion, accumulation, and then expansion to new highs. And I, I really think it's going to happen eventually. Like, dude, when these take off, they're really going to take off because everybody's familiar with the stocks. Every single person has some type of exposure because of, you know, if nothing else, because of my reach throughout the past couple of years, so the name is familiar, and that meme of as the price goes up, the art gets better, I really think that it's one of those things that will manifest itself. So we'll see. One way or the other, whether it does or not, like the stonks are here to stay. And and you know how it works. It's all momentum, Cleo. Like when you know when things start ticking up, all the, all the people who have already paper-handed it, they've sold, right? So like – there are all, all those people will either return when it when it's higher or you've already got rid of them. Yeah. So the people who've been true and have been holding throughout this this timeline, this time period right now, like that that's where like you know it's like the actually strong. the strongest part of the community. So you're you're just like uh, it, it all makes sense, man. Everything you're saying. Yeah, man. That was that would be my take. So it all does. It makes sense. Uh, you know, it's getting stronger through the midst of this, and I. I'm confident it's going to happen one day. You know, it is going to happen. The stonks are inevitable. Like, we're going to see it through to the other side. And, you know, the art, like, the, the art is in the charts. And that's it. You know, having that being the focus, you're just finding a larger and larger base of people that resonate with the art. That's the important side. Man, to, to speak that, on the connection piece, like, I'm not going to lie, like, for about like two years, Cleo, I was just like following you, liking all your tweets and all the charts that you did and just appreciate you as like as someone who I just like had a lot of conviction in following through the last bull market. And, you know, like it's because of a stonk and talking about like poker one day on a space randomly that I feel like, you know, like I'm up here talking to you all the time. And, and it, it all started from a stonk technically and talking about how you guys had a poker tournament. I was talking about how, like, you remember, I don't know if you remember that day, but just like how poker and crypto haven't run into each other yet. And I can't wait for that. And then yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you guys, you told me you guys were doing a tournament. I was like, holy shit. I was like, what is this tournament? You're like, yeah, you gotta be a song called. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and then that first day, like you, uh, we had one and it was so much fun just hanging out. And like, I, I really felt it. I, that was the first day I became a song holder. And now like, you know, uh, I, I feel like I, I received such a warm welcome to the community and then on top of that like i feel like i'm homies with you again we've always had that mutual friend i don't know if you talk to birch uh, right now he's busy trying to run a company and all but uh you know it's it's cool it's it's wild to think like here i'm now hanging out with you and then you know someone i looked up to during the last bull market at, that i that i was appreciative of that helped me out a lot just by you know following your tweets and, and your charting and stuff so um look at it you know like this is that that's what i would say about the connection piece like that's what that what that's what brought me here Yes, sir. So it is. It's great. Like there are people that here's one of the things, too, that I think is underrated. There are people that will go out there and buy, um, you know, keys for over an ETH on friend tech and have whatever conversation connection. And you, you could do that easily with a stunk. But here's the thing a lot of people don't think about with friend tech, too. They're two completely different markets. 
you know, as far as NFTs and the keys, and you have the opportunity to be able to expand basically this really core loyal user base that has ETH to spend by developing a front deck ecosystem that can then potentially, what I see as being potential people that would be stock collectors in the future. Um, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of opportunity being able to trend in something like that as well. So I think there's going to be some crossover where you see different things be launched and, you know, whatever from that that end up just having some synergies you might not have had otherwise. So I think that could potentially play into any type of move down the road. Uh, because again, it's all about momentum. As there's momentum, and if there are people that are that deeply connected to you as well on that side of things, what are they going to do? They're probably going to, you know, trust whatever you end up getting into. And if you have a project like the Stonks, it's an easy first thing to be able to make a move on. So um, I don't know, man, all of it, all of it's super exciting. All of it's super fun. Love being able to do this on a random, you know, Friday night for y'all. Um, Saturday afternoon. Can I just, can I talk about my $4 friend tech? Yeah, let's hear it. Brother, I, I launched friend tech like, I don't know, 15 days ago, 12 something. And I was up to $4 and I decided to give a $100 giveaway. And tonight when I did the $100 giveaway and I know my friend Dex never going to take off. Like this is just, this is just for fun, just for vibes. Right. Cause we vibe, but OX sum was the man who won the hundred dollars life changing hundred dollars. And he's in the space right now. Really? Maybe he can come up. Maybe he can come up and say hi. What do you think, OX? Get him up here. Get him up here. Come on, OX. Okay, let me let me let me send the invite. I'm gonna send the invite. I mean, life changing hundred dollars. He bought my four dollar friend tech, which is never gonna go higher. By the way, uh, the OX. I don't see an O. OX sum. OX underscore sum. I don't see him in here. He's got a panda. He's got a, like a greenish panda. Oh, yeah, I see him. Come on, OX. Hop in, man. I sent the invite. You got you got $100 life-changing money from BTC's $4. From his vault. Friend tech. Well, even if he doesn't come up, I, w- I, want, I want to say one last. Oh, yep. Speaker, come on, OX. How, how how amazing was it to win a hundred dollars on a four dollar friend tech purchase? Honestly, it's past my bedtime. I'm I'm so excited I can't even sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Uh, that's amazing. Love that man. <laughs> I mean, where else could you 25x in a bear market? Like, real talk. Yeah, we just... Our keys. I just need to do that, like, uh, you know, 20 more times. (laughs) What made made you decide to to buy it? That that $4 random friend tech? 
Um, I just joined Friend Tech yesterday, and I was uh, I was uh, you know, a little late to the game. Thought I'd I'd play around and dabble a little bit, but um, I if I recollect correctly, I I think I saw Magna, a CPA, uh, by your uh, by your keys, and uh, I just fo- I just followed him. Boom. Actually, without even knowing about the giving away, to be honest with you, I, I follow everything Magna does. So that's a good call. Yeah, Magna's a legend. Um, the day I, the day that I knew stonks were inevitable was when FTX collapsed, and and Kaleo posted. Whoever lost their stonks in the FTX, I don't know how, but I will, when it all comes together, I will make sure everyone gets something of equal value back. And I knew at that moment that this dude says what he says, means what he means, does what he does, and you can trust it. Because I've never seen a founder say anything even close to that. And he said it before anything else was happening. He was as concerned about the community. He was more concerned about the community than he was con- concerned about himself. And that's a founder that we can all vibe with. And that's how all the IRL and all the good stuff and all the good vibes keep happening. Is because it's a lot of people who are just like, hey, I'm... I mean what I say, I'm going to do what I'm going to do in a CT space where you're always kind of not sure. Wonkies are just a a bit different breed. We vibe, we vibe harder, and I love it. I'm going to peace out. Love and light, guys. Yeah, bro, and I I unfortunately have to end the space, too. I've got some stuff, some events that I've got to roll out to. Um, but you know, wanted to keep the streak alive, keep it going, you know, make sure that we, we rolled with it. So really appreciate you coming up here. BTCR, Sandy, Dr. Oxum. Thanks a ton. Um, and we'll see you guys next week, uh, back closer to the normal time. Um, but wonky stocks are inevitable. Um, we will see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. See you now, Sonius. GG, GG. Uh-huh.